Welcome to Noun a Talk, the podcast all about nouns. This is a show where we interview members of the DAO and project builders in the ecosystem. I'm your host, CDT of the Lost Nouns team, and on today's episode, we're talking to two nouners. That's slang for noun owner. We have Stray Bits, an OG in the crypto space, and Noun40, who serves on the Nouns Foundation board. It's an interesting conversation, and I asked them about some predictions they had about nouns, their take on nouns as it stands today, and where we see it going in the future. It's also fun to bring on guests uh, that may not know each other personally. As you'll hear in this episode, they ask each other questions as well, and sometimes you just got to let them run with it. Anyways, thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. How long were you planning, you know, kind of your journey into nouns? How long were you kind of observing, you know, why biome secondary? Why not just go through the auction? Why 40? Yeah, those are are great questions. So I think um, to answer that question a little bit more properly, maybe just fast forwarding a little bit and um, sorry, going back a little bit and sharing my um, viewpoint or entryway into NFTs, it's actually pretty late. it wasn't even in earlier side of 2021. It was uh, sort of mid towards um, uh, 2021. And it's kind of, um, it was, so my day job is in um, working at a CTO of Bitwise. Uh, it's an asset manager, create index funds, been around for about five years, um, manage over a billion dollars in assets. Uh, so that's sort of my day job. And uh, it's it's pretty involved so that, all the things that are happening in crypto, um, in a surprising way, I can't really find the time to always dive into things. And um, I do also have, over the years, built a fair amount of bias towards thinking um, or being sort of skeptical about things that, that are um, going through sort of a speculative cycle. So I think, uh, but, but when I do pay attention is usually when something has gone through like a huge crash, like an 80%, 90% drawdown, and then somehow refuses to die and comes back to establish a new high. Um, and that happened with, with CryptoPunks um, and sort of the NFTs in general in, in sort of the earlier part of 2021. So that's when I started get, um, uh, paying attention. And really, CryptoPunks was uh, the first collection that I really meaningfully spent time in and um, got to understand. Uh, and... I'm realizing that it's maybe it's a longer story than um, people are interested in. Anyway, so um, I uh, bought CryptoPunks for the first time in in September, mid-September or so. That's when I really, like, um, uh, grokked what, what, what I thought this all meant and uh, wanted to have um, a piece of, of the collection to have an emotional connection and also um, start learning about the space. And then what I experienced was that um, with punks, there, you couldn't do anything as a holder after buying. Like, uh, it felt a little bit difficult, um, like the amount of excitement that you have about this thing, about this community, about sort of um, uh, the potential here, and then the sort of complete um, static nature of your investment. Um, kind of made me pause and feel like there should be sort of an iteration on this where the holders could do something 
together. Um, and, and sort of that feeling was ongoing for a while. And I actually did not know about nouns for that whole time. So nouns is already existent in existence, was, was um, a thriving thing. For, for me, it was something that, that I had not uh, become aware of yet. And then around October um, was when uh, I found about it, out about it. I think it was through the, the um, uh, funding the real world public goods blog post uh, that was put out around that time that got my um, attention. And then I spent uh, maybe two weeks or so reading up on everything that I can find. And I was really uh, captured by the idea and everything around it. And then after that, um, after that, how, how did I decide to buy it? So I was looking at the auction every day for about two weeks um, and was looking for both was generally trying to get a, get a sense of the price uh, the movement at the time and also the auction sort of mechanics and how people were bidding, et cetera. Um, but we're also waiting for the noun that I would feel really excited about. Um, and then um, it just happened to be that eBoy put up noun 40 in, in OpenSea. And I was looking at OpenSea as well to understand sort of the floor price there and um, generally what, what types of nouns are available there. So I was always thinking that if there's something that I'd like more on OpenSea at a similar price, then I would buy it that way. Um, and uh, that's what ended up happening. Um, I think the like seven day average price of nouns on uh, the day that I bought was something close to 160 or 170. Um, I bought my um, noun for 200 ETH and I was, I was willing to pay a little bit more because I, I knew um, I would hold it for a long time and I wanted to participate uh, in the community with it. So this sort of having a stronger emotional community, like a thing that I really liked as opposed to a thing that um, uh, is something that I could just uh, buy at a lower price was, was relatively um, important to me. So I was willing to pay a little bit more um, uh, to get the noun that, that I wanted to get. So that's um, how sort of my interest flew into nouns. That's how um, I decided to buy um, the specific noun 40 uh, on secondary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great. Thanks. I'm always curious about um, what you said. I find it so funny um, be because it's the same kind of um, story that a lot of people have. The, the hovering around for two weeks. I like this hovering in stealth until you find, you know, your perfect noun. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just pinned up at the top. Um, a tweet you had about your, you know, your first post, which was kind of a, an epic entrance into, into the discord, because I, I mean, I remember, you know, the day that that post went out and I mean, it, it got a ton of, you know, um, positive feedback. And I think you've always, um, uh, you know, spoken very eloquently and kind of always had a lot of good anecdotes to say, um, you know, when you do drop in the discord and, you know, that plus, you know, the sale of Noun40 just kind of made it for, you know, a great um, kind of intro. But there's one part from from that that I thought was, was really interesting. Um, you said, you can't help but see billboards up by individual punk owners and feel, what if all punk owners could collectively do something? Could they put on a Super Bowl ad? Nouns could. And what's funny is that you wrote that back in October, um, and then fast forward, you know, four or five months later, that happened. Uh, tell me well, about why you mentioned that specifically. 
Yeah, well, it, it did happen in a, in a different way than I think I, um, that, that I wrote it. Uh, the way I wrote it kind of implied that the Super Bowl ad would come on as collective action of the Dow. So we would produce Super Bowl ad and, and, and create an ad about, about nouns. It happened in a different way. But I do think the way that it happened highlights another characteristic about nouns um, that is uh, probably the sort of two defining characteristics. One is that it has a treasury the NFT holders can, can collectively do things with, such as produce and pay for a Super Bowl ad, which is something that we could do now if we choose to. Um, it, would, it would be a big part, portion of our treasury. <clears throat> but the second part of it is around CTO, which is that the IP itself is permissionless, kind of in a similar way if you think about Bitcoin or, uh, or ETH as more permissionless money, of course, like it's programmable and there's a lot of other things associated to it. <clears throat> but if you think about nouns as sort of IP is permissionless, and that's what enabled um, the partnership with Bud Light um, sort of in the way that, that, that it did play out. Um, and so, yeah, uh, it's kind of interesting how, how the Super Bowl had happened. It, it didn't happen the way that I thought it would, but it kind of happened in a, in a, in a maybe even a more interesting way, um, personally. And yeah, the, just quickly on why I wrote that or what that sentiment is, again, um, what I said in the, in, in the beginning around um, punk holders have like a lot of enthusiasm for their punks and want to um, do something collectively, but the collective action is very difficult to coordinate on the sort of, on the whole uh, 10,000 holder scale. It, it is possible by sort of individuals or a small group of individuals and it can achieve things that that, that cohort can justify by their own sort of budgets or intentions, such as putting up a billboard um, in, in Times Square. But it's, it's harder to do it in, in sort of in, in the uh, entire holder base type way. Um, and, and to do that, you do need, it, it does need to have, it does need to be built in a way where that was intentional from the beginning. I think it's very hard to, that was the thing that I think impressed me about nouns is that it seemed to have been so I, I came again came into nouns like 100 days into to, to this so I was mo mostly kind of looking back at the past history of, of the discord and sort of going back and trying to sort of piece together how, how this thing came about but from my perspective it seemed that the design was very intentional around um, uh, sort of from the beginning to, to, to create sort of that collective action to be possible so around sort of like this, the fact that the daily option, um, yeah, there's, I mean, I, I, I go on for more, but, 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 but I think, um, yeah, the, what, what impressed me was that that design um, was sort of the Dow and the, and the treasury and, and the collective action or that being possible with a first class citizen of, of its design. Um, and, and I think it's something very hard to tack on later to projects you, you, because the people that are involved um, and sort of the lack of the treasury, uh, what people are interested in is, is what is possible for a community. And I think now because um, uh, it was sort of the DAO plus NFT thing from the beginning, uh, it, it has a lot of buyers within the community and, and community members that are interested in that thing. Um, so was uh, that anyways, yeah. Was that comment like, an ambitious kind of indicator of, of scale of where this could go. Like the nouns, you know, could make a Super Bowl ad. 
you know i'm 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 just curious about bringing that up specifically um no i mean i mean it's 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 not that, that i think that is some sort of feeling or aspiration i actually kind of meant that as more so just something that people can easily um associate with like a brand that can put on a super bowl ad is a big brand i think that's why uh we pay attention to every uh, crypto company that, that put up a Super Bowl ad this time around because that sort of just is an indi- indication of scale and an importance to some extent to, to at least in, in the American culture. So it's, I think that sentence was just to to crystallize a bit of like the, the size of of weight um, that I think is reasonably achievable for for uh, for an organization like Nouns. Do you? But, yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would say I feel that sort of the feeling of of, of nouns is much bigger than than or, or, or that would if that was the only thing that would, that that would achieve I, I would feel disappointed I'd say. Yeah, I'm curious if if you if you have if, if anything comes to mind uh, when I ask what would be a truly ambitious goal for nouns. I mean, you see the proposals that come through the projects the 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 endeavors by by you know the foundation and the core team and what's being done independently by the builders and now owners but you know when i say ambitious does anything come to mind yes so before i go on too much uh is also here i just wanted to recognize that um and if you want to sort of switch up the order of questions um please 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 do that yeah, stray bits. Um, I'm prepared to pivot if you still have a heart out. No worries either way. I can, I can go. It's up to y'all. Uh, I, I mean, um, hopefully you guys can hear me. I'm having some uh, yeah. headphone issues. Um, but uh, yeah, either either way. I mean, it's an interesting question. I'm interested to hear the answer. Um, so, no, I've got okay. no rush to be somewhere else. So. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Why, why, why don't I why try to answer that question and then and then we can go to save it. So that's perfect. Good? Yeah, Good. that's great. <clears throat> yep. Amazing. Yeah, that's a great question. I think to some extent, um, it's very early the product itself, and so I think we, we shouldn't be too um, impatient with the whole thing. Like the, the the mental model that I have for now is that it is closer to to a movement than a company. And the reason I say that is that it is, it is closer to what like Bitcoin and Ethereum is than it is to what Disney is or um, what Lucas Films like studios might be like. It's it's not so, so th- those those things movements are generally um, slower slower to build and harder to build. But when they sort of pick up, in the sense that anyone can can plug themselves into this permissionless thing and, and contribute and, um, and produce and, and consume and, and sort of when it, when it starts to work in, in, in a beautiful sort of acceleration, then it can um, accelerate in, in a way that I think surprises people. I think um, Bitcoin's journey in the first five years might have been lackluster, but, but, any, but sort of the past five years has been extraordinary. And so that's more of the sort of the mental model and I think expectation that we should have or the patience that we should have for, for something like nouns. But a truly, truly exciting or ambitious goal for it, 
I think the thing that is most exciting for, for me about nouns is that it is, to some extent, a new organism for which the goal is a little bit um, open-ended. Uh, what, I, what I mean by that is, is not a nonprofit. It is not also not a for-profit company either. Like what it should be doing, what, what is the sort of function that it is maximizing towards is a ambiguous, undefined thing. And because of that, I think it has the potential of, of solving or sort of producing things that, or producing sort of maximal outcomes that we're not used to. Um, sort of one way of thinking about that is, for example, um, the, the sort of production world that we're in, sort of capitalism, is very good at creating goods that be, can be consumed or, or privatized, like, like private goods or toll goods or, or, or things like that. But it is very bad at producing um, common or public goods, things that, that do not generally have a business model. It's not great at producing. It's, it's not that those things are not meaningful for society, um, uh, like, like fish in the ocean that you can, you can fish um, is like a common good or like knowledge is like a public good. These things are, are valuable, but they're not produced because, because it, it lacks sort of a, a, an organism that can produce those things in, in a sort of scalable way or, or sort of an organism in which the, sort of the function that it's trying to maximize towards is the production of those things. So, um, uh, so, so the, the, there's just generally like this. Um, so, so the thing that, that, that really got me thinking a lot about nouns when I, when I was first introduced to the idea and, and thinking about it a lot. And also maybe just, I was, I was primed by the, by the Medium post that was about sort of nouns having an intent to try to fund public goods. Um, and, and so I, I was cycling a fair amount on, on that, that concept of like this, this permissionless capital that, that, that is, is forming together every day. And to some extent that, can be deployed in any direction that the token holders agree on. Um, uh, could it, but, and, and what is it, what, what does it need? To some extent, um, it, it, what it needs is attention and inspiration or, or sort of like it, it needs to create um, a brand or, or, or a thing that people want to associate with, the people that people want to buy more of, but, that can be in a, in a in a interesting way aligned with public good because that is also something that is what people want and people aspire towards and, and feel is like an exciting thing um and, and the, the sort of business model of nouns is very different from from uh for-profit companies in, in the way that that those two things could could align and scale together and so um that, that was a fairly long uh, monologue, but um, I guess my, my answer to your question of like, what is an aspirational oh, thing that, that I would feel excited about for nouns would, would be if nouns becomes sort of the first, a new type of organism that is capable of creating public goods that the society currently is, is under delivering in, in scale um, and, and succeed in doing that while sort of 
maximally building its awareness and brand. Um, that would be very exciting to me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think it's easy to, to fall into um, looking at results as, as tangible, you know, projects or, or, or single, you know, um, activities. Um, and it's easy to kind of like qualify something by things like, you know, a Disney, et cetera, something that we, um, know and can relate to. Um, but yeah, I do think it is bigger than that, like you said. Um, but, 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 but I do totally recognize that the sort of my, my, um, the angle that I, that I portrayed is, is, Sort of one dimension. There's there's a lot. Mm -hmm. I think the beauty of nouns is that it can be kind of like Bitcoin or Ethereum in the sense that it can be a lot of things to a lot of people. Um, people can purely be interested in the artwork. People can be purely interested in the, in the relationships that can be formed along the way. People can be interested for for um, uh, a, a, a physical good. It's it's that is also a beautiful thing about this this project. Um, and and, and in, in a sense, what can sort of create a movement out of it is that it is it is what people decide or or try to pull out of um without sort of in a, in a loose uh coordination but yeah yeah another there. reason i love these spaces um i mean i'm a software engineer and i i constantly am hacking away at something around nouns right and my my approach is very different than yours you know, or, or, or outlook, I guess, or, or, or motivation or drive or, you know, uh, ambitions for the project, you know, different than an artist, different than um, a fan, different than, you know, all different sorts of people. Um, it's all about context. Uh, but that the fact that it's so fascinating to so many people still is a great thing. There is no answer, but um, I do love hearing your specific outlook on it. Um, taste trade bits. Hey, uh, I, I did want to add that um, I, I do um, resoundingly agree with with Noun Forty's vision um, in in a lot of the ways that he frames understanding nouns. Um, uh, to, I just wanted to add that, like, I guess to me, like, some of it feels like this strange sort of amalgamate uh, of punks with something like the ENS governance protocol. You know, it's like this thing that people can both invest in and participate in and help grow. Um, like standards and ways of operating in this, this new space. Um, and, and yeah, it really is this, you know, unexplored, untamed, undecided thing of what that's going to become. But, but this is strange mix of, of the, like, like you pointed out, like art ownership, but then governance over the treasury and how we use that to um, both, you know, make nouns greater than they already are, but also make the space greater than it is and contribute. Um, but, uh, but I think, you know, yeah, we're not going to know what it's going to be until we get there. It's like it's part of the journey of of chipping away at at building this thing. Yeah, totally. yeah I just wanted to add at that point. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, quickly on that, does um you know does uh does the word ambitious or like a scary big goal, you know, something like like a moonshot or whatever, does does anything, you know, immediately come to mind to you? Uh, in terms of like goals that nouns can achieve, that's, that's 
I'm could be a standalone project. Could be, you know, its positioning in the state. I mean, anything. I mean, I think I think bands have already, have already like kind of changed the zeitgeist of how the NFT space operates, um, um, and you know that that alone will have like waves of change that are that are going to shape things for years to come. Um, in terms of like a singular um, direction, I mean, it's I guess it'd be hard for me to say, um, just because I mean, one of the beauty of nouns is that like you know we can have these proposals that can you know that can approach uh, like really any facet of, of life, whether it's financial, whether it's in crypto, whether it's in, you know, meat space somewhere, um, you know, whatever it is, like, you know, we can really affect anything we put our minds to and that we decide collectively to, uh, to, to put our, our force behind. Um, so like, you know, where, where that ultimate, like, you know, provocative big goal or occurrence, like, will be i mean it, i guess it's, it's hard for me to, to say now um yeah totally. I mean, we, like, like six months ago we wouldn't have guessed like necessarily that the, the <laughs> anything we would yeah. be a noun a noun uh super bowl commercial mm-hmm. and you know i think that's just like one mark on on this journey um yeah. but there's going to be a lot of a lot of things like that that's like we never would have thought that something would happen uh and and, and looking back you know once it has it like of course of course that that happened that was inevitable given the momentum of this thing yeah. Could, could we do the stray bits? Um, yeah. Sort of backstory. Yeah. And how uh, I, I'd be really curious to get, to get your, your take stray bits on um, because you have a longer perspective on, on punks and, and NFTs in general and how when you got to introduce, introduce the idea of nouns, like what you thought initially and then what got you over the hump to, to, to buy a noun yourself at the point that you did. And, that that whole story, I'd be really curious to hear. Sure. Um, I guess well, my backstory is that I um, was a punk claimer and claimed uh, seven of the nine alien punks and eight of the twenty-four ape punks, and then uh, a couple others um, that had interesting numbers like twenty-six hundred after the twenty-six hundred hacker quarterly and uh, three one four one for pi and things like that, um, and. Um, and then over the course of about a year, year and a half, uh, sold most of them. Um, and then, you know, crypto winter kind of took hold. Uh, but then with the sort of the resurgence of NFTs, um, you know, found I still had an ape around um, and uh, kind of got reintegrated into the, the NFT world as it was uh, kind of really entering its its uh, its force in early 2021. Um and yeah, I mean that's in a nutshell. That's the, the quick and dirty. Um, how did you uh, hear about nouns for the first time, and and what did you think then, and and sort of what how how did that uh, thought change over over time? Uh, well, I mean I, I heard about nouns uh, from uh, forty one fifty six in Gremlin, um, you know, and uh, I mean I was immediately taken by the idea. The only reason why it. it it took me a while to get a noun was simple, simply like having liquidity. And, um, you know, when I sold a, a V1 alien, like literally the first thing I bought, it well, it may have been the second one just cause the, the auction was running out. Um, but the first or second thing that I bought immediately after, after that big sale was, was a noun, um, it was the, the cake noun, 100 and 189. I'd have to double check. <laughs> feel bad. I don't know my, my noun number. Um, uh, and, and, 
yeah, I just, I, I mean, I always love the vision of it. I mean, there's questions about like, you know, how, how value is retained. Um, but there's also, you know, undeniably like uh, a huge force at work, a movement as you, as you put earlier. And I think that's very true. Uh, and it's, and it's a powerful shaping, um, uh, sh shaping movement um, and force in this space. And it's one in which if you have a noun, you have a voice. Um, and so it seemed, it seemed like a no brainer um, in terms of like wanting to have a voice in, in, in kind of the, the future of the NFT space really. Um, and I'm and still, you know, I'm thinking about getting another noun <laughs> still. Um, and as somebody that has been part of the crypto community, I'm sorry, punks community for a much sort of the long arc of it. Um, I was curious to uh, hear if you agree or sort of see it similarly as like a noun, sort of the noun project as like a next iteration of the, of that form, or th that's at least how I mentally think about it. Is, is that sort of CryptoPunks define the form, which is the 10K sort of, or, or, or um, um, this, this, this PFP uh, NFT collection format. And then nouns to me feels like a, the next sort of logical or, or meaningful iteration on, on that system. Um, do, do you feel that way? Do, do you agree with that characterization? Or I do. Um, do you think it's something more orthogonal? No, I do. I, I do. I do think that it, it, it is uh, like a logical new like epoch, a new, a new um, iteration that's sort of taken uh, a lot of the things that made punks great and then uh, improved on it. You know, it made it its own and its own vision um, and is, is and is moving forward, you know, under, under this new context. I mean, with, when, when punks first launched, you know, it was just it was literally just just the art on the blockchain. Um, uh, IP wasn't really. A factor. I mean, it was something. It's that, like, looking back at some blog posts and things that Larva Lab said, it was something they did want to extend to punk owners, but it was like tricky and cumbersome. And you know, I think they still wanted to retain some IT uh, IP uh, rights to it while also still bestowing it to punks. And there wasn't really a good, good vision or easy way forward. At least not one that Larva Labs wanted to do at the time. Um, but but like I said, initially it was purely just. A collection of art on the blockchain and that was that was really the main vision just kind of make it put it out there and then if people want to plug it into things great um uh but now with you know with downs like like you said you pointed out like they've sort of taken the the initial formula um and then um to totally reworked um, a lot of the fundamentals um you know it's not a ten thousand collection it's a one every day forever collection um you know it's uh, the, the IP rights are CCO. I, I, like I know I'm saying things that everybody knows, but I'm just sort of emphasizing that that um, there's a lot more thought that's gone into the, the project now that we've seen what came before. Um, and um, you know, it'd be interesting to see what what nouns inspire like down the road. <laughs> you know, in terms of you know five ten years uh, from now, if if there's like you know a new vision, or or if like nouns can continue the momentum that they've already built uh, and just sort of roll into you know new projects um but anyway yes i i wholly agree that that it is it is very much um like a, a new generation um that's completely its own christian can i ask one more question sorry i, I, just, I really oh, of course yeah guest host noun 40 this is great <laughs> no um then 
another question that I that I had when I entered the punk community, which is again um, September of 2021, pretty late. That's when I bought my first noun um, and joined the Discord. <clears throat> and something that was a, a little bit sh of, a sh of a shock to me, <clears throat> I mostly consumed um, content or about punks that was not sort of the current thing. It, I, I didn't look through the, the Discord. I, I rather, like, um, I had read through the, the, the source code. I actually started at the beginning of the Discord to just kind of, like, get the early history of things. Um, but then sort of the, the current state of it was a little bit shocking to me because most, in a general channel where people are talking, nobody was talking, like, there was so much chatter about other projects and like other other NFT things. Like like people are flipping and and um, uh, the, there didn't really seem to be sort of a, a much of a central conversation around punks or like what punks wants to be or what we can do together, etc. Do you, do you think that is just the nature of it being having been around for four years and people's attentions and and uh, and, and interests having moved on to different things? Uh, or do you think it is because of the fact that there was nothing more to do? Like, th there is no governance to participate in. So what would you talk about besides um, the fact that something sold a lot, uh, like just, a, just the sales bot or other NFT projects that people are excited about? Like, A, would you agree with my characterization that, they're, they're, that sort of the current conversation is divergent and often not about punks? And B, do you think, if you agree with that characterization, do you think it is more so because just the nature of the history of, that, uh, of the project or how long it's matured or the fact that there is nothing to discuss or like participate in, even if, if people wanted to? Um, I mean, until until the recent IP acquisition by Yuga Labs, um, I would say effectively it was all three of those those points: uh, the first, and then the, both the A and the B of of your your second question. Uh, and the reason I think stems from um, just the, the the history of punks. When when punks first started, like they were effectively you know the first the first PFP NFT, um, and at the time people thought they were also effectively the first NFT. Um, and so there wasn't really a whole lot of other things going on. And so when things did pop up, like, you know, other punks would like say in the, in the channels, hey, I found this other project, check it out, and that kind of thing. And, and so there's sort of been this natural momentum of, of people coming there to share the alpha, so to speak. Um, and that's not something that has ever really changed. It's just, it's just uh, mutated, um, you know, under like the, the extreme financial pressures of, you know, projects trying to get people to shill and, and get attention and eyes on, you know whatever thing it is they're making, and so it's it's yeah, so it's 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 sort of become distorted over time over these years um, to what we see now, um, and, and yeah, and originally there wasn't a lot a lot of extra things to talk about because uh, punks are just supposed to be art in the blockchain, and then you know the the question of IP rights uh, started to, like come more into the fold, um, and you know there's projects that would if you have a punk you can claim something or you can do something, uh, which which to be honest was always part of the vision even like in the, the very, very early days, like, you know, that was part of the imagination behind these things of like, hey, we can plug these into other, pro you know, token, uh, other smart contracts to get some benefit or or get some, like, even if it's, you're just playing a game and you want to use your profile picture for your your game character or something, you can plug it in if it supported uh, the punk contract. And so there was always a vision of of doing things with punks, but it was always very, um, 
sort of you know amorphously undefined it was like well we'll, we'll figure something out or there'll be some something some project will come along and we could talk to the creator and maybe they'll they'll have a little extra thing they do for punks something like that um but yeah but but ultimately now like it's just that that's sort of that, that tradition that long-standing tradition of like um you know both moderators not wanting to suppress conversation uh and and keep it a, an open um quorum but also uh that was where people, you know, came to share the new projects, and and yeah, and it's just become distorted with with uh, you know just the extreme uh, insurgence of of money uh, that's that's happened over the, the past year. I that's say, my yeah. view. Anyway. No, no, thanks, sharing. Yeah, um, it's it's also definitely something that I, I really noticed as like a breath of fresh fresh air when I first entered the nouns Discord was that <laughs> conversation conversations were like centered around nouns, people were thoughtfully engaging um, and um, sort of divergent. Um, I mean, divergent thinking is, is great, but just obviously you can see like shilling happening and, and those things are very um, quickly uh, pruned um, to maintain sort of the, the cohesive community and conversation, which was, uh, which was something that I really appreciated after I sort of experienced the, 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 the other, other side of that. So anyways. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for saying that. No, I, I agree. It, it is refreshing to see. Um, and, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's something that's been a complicated issue and, and there's a lot of views on it in, in like the punk discord, um, just because of that history and that trend of like wanting to like let people talk about things. But yeah, I think, I think probably with like the Yuga Labs acquisition of the IP, like that, that temperament will change to some degree. It sounds like they don't want to change things too much, but like, you know, there, there's a point at which reality like you know hits you in the face and you just kind of have to adapt uh, based on what it is and you know time change um but I'm, I'm yeah it's it is very refreshing in the in the um the nouns discord that that things are more focused uh, and it needs to be because like it's it's a it's a vast project with with a, a huge amount of potential um and with a very large wallet to make that potential into a reality so like um, yeah, a, mo a more like focused and attentive, um, you know, uh, discussion needs to be kind of like, you know, shepherded, so to speak, needs to be like kept, kept on task. Oh, amazing. Um, Christian, back to you. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, after all that, um, no, yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, going back, um, let me get this up. Uh, you, yeah, let's just keep the conversation around nouns for a little bit more. I do want to go back to some stuff about um, your past. Um, but you mentioned in a previous interview that um, NFTs have a story uh, and that we're investing in a story. Um, I'm hmm. curious what story you think nouns is trying to tell or we are telling. That is a very good question. Um, I mean, because I think I think you know part of it is like the the, the individual nouns can, like are so like unique and striking that like that that they each compel their own sort of story depending, of course, on what somebody chooses to do with their noun and how they choose to use it. Um, but yeah, within collectively, um, like yeah, the story is about how how nouns are contributing to the space, how they're shaping the space, how they're shaping culture. Um, outside of crypto um and and yeah very much there's there's a legacy being built now um 
Um, but I, but I do very much stand by by that that understanding of, of NFTs and why why we perceive NFTs to have the value that they do um, because it's this this storage this this strange intersection between you know art and financial investment like more like a stock or crypto but it's not um, you know we, we get attached to these things we get attached to the story that that we tell ourselves about them and we get attached to the story that others tell about our NFTs. Um, and then we don't want to let them go because now we have emotional attachment, you know, unlike some, you know, some meme coin or something that somebody's trading in crypto that have, they have almost, you know, zero attachment to it emotionally. Um, you know, I've got NFTs that I, I never want to sell ever. And, and, you know, and it has less to do with the value and just more about like, you know, their, their meaning to me. Um, and so like my, my, my noun, it's the first noun I bought. It's something that I, I believe in the vision of nouns. Um, and and what they are now and what they uh, can't become. Um, so it's like, you know, I don't want to give up, you know, my part in that story uh, because it, it does feel like, you know, giving up a piece of me if I were to sell my noun. It's, it's my participation in the story. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, and as, as that story is being told, you know, and a new owner you know, joins every day. Uh, I'm curious if you have any thoughts on, on, on what's missing, you know, either because, you know, we're really early here within nouns, but, you know, to help round out the story or, or, or to help head in a, you know, fuller direction. I'm curious uh, what comes to mind there. Um, I mean, one thing that I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, that would have been helpful to me and still would be helpful is just sort of a, um, a welcome packet sort of thing of like, you know, like, so now you're a noun, like, you know, here, here's how to get to know, like, how things work, um, where things are at now, just sort of, just sort of a, a brief, a brief that kind of gives an overview of like, the various like, levers and dials that you can deal with as a noun. Um, and um, sort of a, a primer, a primer on, on, on that aspect. And it, like, I know a lot of people who, who are going to be investing this, this kind of money into a noun, like, they're likely to have done to, to have done their research, but it would just be nice to have like something concise, like um, you know, like I, I like to play um, tabletop RPG games, you know, like D and D and that sort of thing. And you know, the the game master has a screen that has like quick references for um, like how how certain mechanics work and things like that, so they can just kind of quickly reference them and, and and put it into action. So so just yeah, just a primer would be nice, so, like a, a welcome packet primer. Something feels a little bit broken. Um in the sort of six six months or so of sort of observation of, so far, I think the, the part that feels a little bit broken to me is that we definitely have a lot of people. Um, so, so, so proposals can come in and there's definitely desire to fund them. But but the, the desire to fund them is only to the extent w for which the cost or labor that goes into producing them. So if, if a website would take uh, $200,000 to build, then that's the amount that we were willing to fund. Um, but then what, what is the incentive for the, the team that is working on it to knock it out of the park? Like, what do they get if it becomes ultra successful? The, the, um, currently, like m maybe the one um, a project that really uh, got a lot of usage and arguably a lot of value produced for the project or nouns in general um, is FOMO nouns. 
Boomer Nouns is a project where we, people that are, are probably most of the audience is aware, um, uh, is, is, so it allows the community to choose the next noun um, collectively. And, and, uh, and, and that has enabled a lot of engagement that has labeled um, choosing uh, nouns traits in, in, in moments that sort of we, we wanted them, things that, that we haven't seen before, sort of created a lot of value for the project. But the, the people that have created Fumo uh, Nouns has not gotten rewarded uh, for that. And I think that really limits the ambition of the, the people that are willing to do things or, or produce things for the, the, the whole um, collective that, that, are, that, are, that are the nouns community and nouners. Um, so that's, and, and, and you kind of see that by, by, by seeing a lot of the sort of people that, that, that created things like FOMA nouns or even sort of nouns party, et cetera, they, they're all now, they're not, they're all very interested in nouns, obviously, because they were so early, but yet, yet most of them has now gone to do other things. We're not really retaining that energy and human capital rather sort of it's leaking. And I think the main reason that it's leaking is that even if you create something that is really great for, for the community, that, that you, you can't get sort of an outsized reward, then you would go look for things um, uh, in, in your daytime for, for which that is possible. So um, yeah, the, the, the solution, I think, the potential solution would, for example, be to, on a quarterly basis, uh, put aside a certain percentage or, or sort of amount of dollars raised from the auctions um, and do something like a quadratic, quadratic vote where we give rewards to um, not for the, the sort of the labor that they've, they've done, that should have been paid to the proposal, but for the, uh, for the outcome that they've delivered for sort of the collective of, of nouns. That, that sort of that piece seems to be um, uh, missing it's something that I, that, that I think a, a fair amount um, lately because because without that um, I don't think we'll ever really see truly ambitious things um, and also uh, we'll probably not have a scalable way of spending our treasury either I think I was a little bit impatient about like, is, aren't we spending too little for, for such an early project? We're retaining more than like 95% of our, of our auction raise. Um, and, and sort of the spending rate was not growing as quickly. And so that's like the first thing that I said, um, or like maybe the week two of joining the nouns, that that's something I felt very strongly about. I think people generally, the comment was that it's early. Let's, let's, let's wait. Let's give it a little bit more time. I agree with that. But I, but I think that the pace is still not anywhere close to, to, um, to, to spending the treasury in a meaningful way. And so, yeah, that's sort of um, like, like there's, there, there's things that, that, that I think are, could be really meaningful, like, like, um, like the, the marketplace uh, project idea that, that Jacob had put together. Like he, he, Jacob, and I think it's Will, Will Price, could, could build an entire sort of marketplace for, for, for nouns and noun extensions just out of the sort of goodwill of their heart and just to be paid for the labor costs that they put into it. But they could be doing all sorts of other things where they can capture the upside, like unlimited upside. And, and we're expecting them to, to do that for nouns because they're interested in nouns. Like, like this is just the movement that they care about. Yes, of course, I, I really love that that's where it's coming from. But I also would, would, would love that for them to feel 
sort of incentivized to do so and, and, and sort of put put um, an amount of effort that could deliver something exceptional and then continue to build on it. Um, uh, and and I, I, I kind of don't see that being being possible in, in the current incentive structure. So um, I think that's sort of a missing piece. Like, how do we how do we re retroactively reward um, uh, people that created basically public goods for the noun uh, community um, is something that generally seems a little bit unsolved in, in, in crypto in general. Like this week, there's conversation about Ethereum client developers not getting paid or, or having no sort of access to the upside of Ethereum. Um, and I think that's something that we uniquely kind of have an opportunity to, to, to solve because we have a much more manageable ecosystem and community and um, incentive aligned uh, uh, decentralized but incentive aligned um, uh, holders that can coordinate these things um, and and everyone sort of shares the public good if we if we have a noun sort of uh, specific marketplace and sort of the nouns extensions can 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 win from that then, then sort of everyone wins uh, in, in a shared way so that, so the collective can have an incentive to to reward that in, in a sort of um, disproportionate upside type 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 dimension so that's something yeah um, that I think oh, I, I totally agree. I, no, I, I, I very much agree. Like, and it's it's a problem you see in uh, a lot of existing DAO structures, um, even even ones that are like formalized by being incorporated. That that they're um, the incentivization uh, for people to kind of go above and beyond to get things done, you know, doesn't really exist. Uh, other than maybe like informal like informal internal power or informal like social influence because they've been able to achieve things within the DAO. Um, um, but yeah, that doesn't necessarily reflect the yeah award uh, like for the merits that that individuals or or uh, groups within um, are able to accomplish. I mean, one one approach might be simply like you know affecting how proposals work in that like you know when you are proposing something you know you're effectively taking the reins of it um, and you know maybe maybe there's like you know once it's achieved there's like a ten percent. You know, like 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 basically ten ten percent of the proposal, or up to ten percent of the proposal, will be allocated as a reward. Uh, and then you know, one one once the proposal is accomplished, um, then like you know, collectively the nouns vote for like how big that reward should be. Should it be five percent? Should it be ten percent? Based on on the grade of success uh, of what was initially invested for the overall project. And maybe that's a way of 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 adding incentivization uh, for people to um, to propose meaningful projects and also put you know. Put serious effort into to seeing it done because then in effect you're also like you're you're paying them for their time and effort to manage it um which is which would be fair you know like they're spending their time you know which has value uh to achieve something and and it shouldn't necessarily be just because that they're a member of the DAO. They, they've already invested to have their voice so but now they have their voice and they have to work too but they're not necessarily you know getting compensated for that so so yeah i wholly agree that there is uh there's there should, should be a way that, that that's approached the 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 i agree with that but the one thing about sort of trying to pre-agree on what the reward should be on the proposal stage yeah the difficulty with that scary. is that the, the, the coordination or the sort of getting to a dao level sort of agreement on what what a un sort of undefined future like it, it's so hard to predict what you're targeting for a proposal and like what success would be and what the scale of that success would be. So it's so easy to undershoot, overshoot, and for the DAO to, 
to sort of kind of agree on what the sort of promised prize should be is um is really difficult and i, I think we, we we saw that with even like um I think the first time the Nouns DAO sort of tried to do something or had a conversation about that was with, with the Nouns Party proposal. And uh, there was this conversation about whether there should be a revenue share uh, on sort of the fees that they might collect. And then there's like really long, hard, unwieldy conversation. And I think that just goes to show that it's really hard to commit to like, this will be the prize that we will share or like we will, we will, we will share upon sort of certain degrees of success and and that becomes sort of a decision paralysis but the one thing that is that um is possible here given that people have this energy to some extent um uh put in the time uh if they are paid for sort of the the minimal production cost of things because they they have the excitement and generally care about the movement and all these things and, and then the people are willing to deliver first and and so so then then i think the, the the advantage position that we can be in the sort of that we just need to do the right follow through on is rewarding appropriately at the back end of that and and to some extent agreeing on on how successful something was 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 is is is, is exponentially easier than trying to predict how how successful something would be um, and so and, and it is also something that is can be done um, in, in sort of in one sweep in sort of in, in a collective way. Like we could all, um, for, for example, have a certain number of votes and then quadratically vote on the success of, of every proposal or, or every even contributor uh, that participated in a certain quarter. And, and, and every nouner can sort of like sit down and think about where, where they would place their, their votes uh, once a quarter. And then we just decide on the allocation. Like does a million dollars go out this quarter? Does a five million dollars go out this quarter? And then people can come to expect to know that that is coming. So then they can they can start building proposals and working on proposals, trying to capture that reward. Um, um, and and we can truly get like ambitious things uh, uh, out of that type of incentive structure beyond just sort of the the the, the labor time and um, just excitement around um, like the, the the community movement type type things. No, you, you have a, you have an excellent point, um, and it does that does make sense. I guess I guess uh, part part of the, my initial thought, I guess more more importantly, was just simply having part of the budget for a proposal if it's going to take time and energy to do, like specifically by the noun who's like spearheading it. Then then I think it would make sense that they like are also allocated part of that budget as compensation for their time and effort, especially if it's going to take them like you know say that they're doing it part time on you know in their free time and they're putting. 20 hours a week for three weeks or for three months, you know, into getting it done. Like there should be, um, you know, so, some, some compensation I would think for, for like being on those efforts. I mean, like, of course we don't want to see that abused. And um, that's, I mean, that's just simple, like, you know, always a potential that we have to be aware of, but like, um, but I think it also, it would, it would help incentivize people early. And then you're right. And then after the fact, like when things are done, you can have like, you know, the, the, um, debrief sort of thing and and decide like you know you know who, who participated in making this happen and you know should there be a, an extra reward um but yeah i i, I just I just I, I do think it would would help for some of the proposals uh and some of the um um the drive and ambition behind them uh if if yes if some compensation was offered in the initial budget uh for whoever's spearheading it Yeah, I think I think 
that's a great point. I think it's a very interesting conversation. I remember 40, I'm assuming you brought this up, but I remember, well, one, I remember the spending ETH faster conversation or more happening months ago. And then I remember the quadratic funding conversation happening. I mean, maybe weeks or maybe a month ago. I'm not sure where it all left off, but um, yeah, definitely, definitely interested in it. Um, I'd like to, I mean, it's already been a while. I'd like to move on to the foundation, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I'd like to, um, if you don't mind kind of talking about the process of del- uh, developing the foundation and kind of how you came to go from, you know, now an owner, um, to a board member. Yes. So um, developing the foundation conversation is definitely the one you should have with with um, four and five, six and probably uh, other nounders. I actually was very much not involved in like 95 percent of the process, probably, and and joined at the at the very last minute um, as a more independent, like non nounder board member. Um, And um yes and m- m- the, the sort of that process was, was mostly that um i had had a conversation with 456 he reached out um and um understood that this entity would be a a, a sort of meaningful and positive entity for, for the success of nouns in the sense that it will, it will enable um, for there to be sort of a real world entity that can take direction and capital from sort of, sort of a one way direction from the DAO and then act on its behalf, kind of like a real world agent. And for that agent to come together, it needed sort of this, this board. And um, uh, he asked if, if I would be interested in, in helping in that way. So yeah, mostly said to yes to that, and had a few conversations with with um, folks that were uh, uh, legal people that were working on the foundation, mostly just to understand what personal liabilities there would be be for me to um, to be a member. Uh, and after I vetted that, I I felt comfortable in 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 doing so and. And then, and then joined, and then we sort of put that foundation together. And that's mostly the the end of it. There's really, for me, not too much, um, much much else that that uh, I was involved in. Yeah. Um, do you think you could speak to how we should think about the relationship between the foundation and the DAO at large? Yeah, that's a great question. And and, and again. Um, uh, yes, just caveating that that m- my perspective not, might not be sort of the definitive or the most informed perspective, but I can definitely try to share mine. Um, my my understanding of the relationship uh, and the intention is that it's more so like a real world agent for the DAO. So so it takes directions uh, from the DAO and acts on those directions or intent. So there, there are certain things that if we, we wanted to 
to do, we would we need to have sort of a um, uh, contract signed with a, with an entity in the meat space, and so we need to have an entity in the meat space. So then, what would be the entity that, that signs that contract and holds that contract? It would be the foundation. Um, so that is that sort of acting on the behalf of the DAO, the decisions that the proposals and votes and agreement that happened through the NFC holders and, and voting, et cetera, that we know of, taking those decisions and then being an actor for it in the meat space is my understanding of uh, the relationship. It is a little bit tricky at the moment because there is one sort of bi-directional relationship that exists, um, which is that the foundation currently holds uh, the, the veto power as well. So in a sense, that kind of gives um, a bi-directional uh, influence because the foundation theoretically could veto something that the DAO agreed on. So it could, in a way, could override um, the DAO. So it sort of in, in that technic technical sense um, uh, has a bit of a bi-direct relationship. But, but, but I think the intent is that is, is, is not uh, a bi-directional one, but more of a, of a unidirectional one. And that if we were to be able to find a, a way of securely removing the veto power, um, again, and, and to secure it against 51% attacks and such without that sort of safety feature being there, then likely that would be the thing that we would want to do uh, with the foundation. And then it would be a more clear-cut relationship. And to... And to quickly explain for those who, who, who may not know or haven't heard of, you know, the foundation or the veto, that's basically like a proposal could pass, but at the end, the, the foundation, I'm guessing majority vote from the board, could vote against said proposal, prevent it from happening, correct? You know, trying to prevent stuff like draining the treasury, the, the example that everyone brings up all the time. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and also there's there's not that much uh, that the foundation has really done since sort of existing as an entity. the 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 main thing that 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 wanted to, I think, was the intent to be achieved was that entity needed to exist, and it sort of came into existence by the board coming together and a lot of other legal work, et cetera. And um, now it sort of holds these things um, uh, to help with, yeah, being that actor. And the main thing that really uh, it did after that is acquire the Bud Light beer noun uh, on behalf of the foundation and the DAO. So in, in that sense, sort of it, it had um, uh, another thing that it did. But, but after that, really, the, the foundation uh, is not something that really like has its own agenda and is, 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 is uh, a lot of conversation going on day to day. Mostly, um, I, I really don't think about myself as uh, having a different hat on because I'm on the board, really that's something um, uh, that I don't think about much and I'm interacting with the DAO sort of in the same way um, that, that I did before and, and probably likely will, will continue to do so as just another nouner. Yeah. Um, yeah, on that note, is this, is this something you think other DAOs could learn from or or use or need or is this you know something specific you know this kind of structure you know um and something that is you know should be needed more in this space yeah that's, that's a great question 
I don't I don't have the best sense. But always the tricky things about legal work is that um yes, it would be great for for everyone if it was more open sourced, but then for the primary actor, it is a very um annoying and risky thing because then you need to all these sort of entities that you've engaged with generally are not like a law firm does not open source their documents. So they've created these documents for you. But um, so yes, like it's, it's a little bit of, I think of a, of a difficult um, thing. I, 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 so again, I don't know sort of the intricacies of all the decisions like, Oh, why did we, why did it was a Cayman entity? Like what, what, Everything along the way, there's probably a lot of decisions that, that found it to being the right thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know much about that. And I also don't know if, if it would be an easy thing to kind of share and talk publicly about, which is kind of um, a, a sad thing for, for community, maybe. But, yeah, that's my gut. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, going to this, I, I figured this would be, you know, kind of a conversation to, to dance around a little bit, but, you know, um, always curious about how to potentially help, you know, and teach other DAOs and, you know, organizations popping up in this space. I think probably, so I, I don't, I don't want to speak in Fosix's behalf, but um, for, uh, for really um, other NFTs or, or, or DAOs or et cetera that really um, have this problem, I think maybe reaching out to him might be uh, uh, the best way to sort of have a more sort of curated conversation. Totally, totally. Um as we begin to wrap up, I mean, it's almost been an hour and a half, so thank you, everyone. Um, I wanted to um, invite anyone who wanted to come up and ask any general questions of these two kind of before we wrap. So I'm giving you more of a, a five-minute warning in, in, instead of when we've actually wrapped up at the end. So if anyone wants to come up, just go ahead and request, and you know, you can ask questions of either of these guys. Um. But okay, uh, but stray bits. Curious, um, what the last you know? Uh, oh, request. All right, never mind. <laughs> hey, Seneca. Hey guys, can you hear me fine? Yes. Hey, well, hey, hey, hey uh, forty stray bits. Um, CDT, thanks for doing this. It's been a, a great conversation. And with uh, fantastic speakers, so glad you guys took the time to to talk to the community. My my one question would be, how do you guys see nouns growing over time? Meaning, due to the fact that we have this one one noun per day, our issuance is never going to grow to say a hundred thousand people in the community, right? As where where. Whereas other communities that start with 10,000, well, they put this fixed number, but then they kind of cap how many people can join the community, right? So we have those two extremes. One is way too slow. One is it kind of 
restricts itself from the get-go. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. And so if nouns is to be this movement, which I, by the way, 40, I, I really, really enjoyed that, that uh, part of the conversation. Um, how does it grow over time? How does it grow? How, how does the meme grow from being this, I guess, community of, of 250 holders with, say, a couple hundred or maybe a thousand or so outside of that to 10,000, 100,000, or even to a million. Because if it is to succeed, I would assume that that has to happen. And so given the issuance um, ordeal where it's one a day, how does one work with the other? Or is there other ways that you, you envision this thing growing over time? Thanks. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and uh, Zeneca, I, I think your recent tweets is, is probably very aligned with, with, with um, how I may think about it in the sense that we, with Prop House um, included uh, the Noun Punks um, extension as, as part of the peop, uh, sort of NFT holders that can, that can vote on. Uh, it's a siloed sil- sort of Prop House um, uh, centric amount of, of capital, but still in, in that capital, they have a voice. And I think that's probably how, how, how we go. Uh, in the sense that I totally agree with you that uh, even three years later we'll have another thousand holders. That's not going to be a large enough community that uh, of of individual uh, uh, people. But um, uh, the extensions uh, and the can, can really bring about a, a much larger community uh, to, to to the fray. And and um, re- really, sort of, it, it goes back to thinking about like what is the unique thing about nouns is that it, is, it, it enables this sort of permissionless um, engagement with it. Like that's the thing that makes it a movement really. Like what, what it, like, like what is the difference between um, uh, uh, a, a for-profit or, or, or even like, like a, like a centrally organized nonprofit and uh, a decentralized movement. It, it, it is that anyone can really participate and do the thing take it in a direction that they want to sort of the sort of non-exclusive permissionless nature of it is what makes it a movement. And, and nouns by taking this sort of um, CCO approach, it has, it has to some extent made things harder for itself, but it can't, because it can't quite centrally coordinate and, and plan and, and like manage launches and all these things like what Yuga Labs does. Um, but but what it has uniquely enabled is that it, it has enabled the possibility that the movement can become a movement, which is that other people can can permissionlessly and really take it in any direction that they, that they want to, and, and that is actually encouraged and is possible. Kind of like like anyone can build any Ethereum sort of smart contract application. Like 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 Vitalik did not sort of put down on a roadmap and, and see that DeFi will happen this year and then NFT will happen that year. It's sort of, it's, it's sort of the bazaar of, of ideas play, is, is just playing out. And, and in a way it is, it is moving and executing and innovating and it's at it, a scale that, that people sort of can't follow. So I, I think the thing that the nouns should likely, or I would hope that, that we, 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 we do is, is not sort of tame our impulses to keep it like we're, we have so many impulses around sort of the central management of things like, oh, this is efficient. Like, oh, why don't we like sequence it exactly this way and then allocate capital in exactly these directions and 
um, uh, and and that would mean success for us. But but I think we, we more rather we we should. I, or, or my my sort of hope would be that we we, we tame those sort of centralized instincts and let um, uh, lean into the the one unique strength that we've gained by making this sort of early on in the decision in the project to make it CTO by by allowing uh, and encouraging sort of these permissionless collaborations and extensions that will naturally extend um, the community to anyone that is interested in whatever the idea nouns represents and they can take and engage with that idea. And I think that community is, is a much, much, much larger community than any sort of NFT holder collection can be. Like if the only people that are interested in, in an NFT collection is the, are the holders, then that's always a very limited um, group of people. And, and that is sort of the ceiling of what it, what it can be. So in, in that sense, I think and if, so the NFT community has, has a much, much larger ceiling because of that. And I, and, and I would hope that we, we, we lean into it and try to um, uh, 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 bring the other extensions and, and hold of the extensions part, sort of um, uh, delegate governance to them. Like I think the Nouncil uh, that came about recently is, is just an incredible example of this. And, and we should try to tap into more of that as much as we can. Yeah, uh, thank you, thank you for for that. I I have been thinking quite a bit about this last few weeks, and hence my my tweet. But I am always wondering, you know, what are the alternatives to to see ten x hundred x growth within our our community, right? Because it, it it could be the case, although a a much more boring case where. If nouns were to do nothing, right, and, and the meme just grows out of people wanting to buy into the in-crowd, so to speak, memetic value of sorts, and we end up with this billion-dollar treasury, like, that in, in, in one universe, that, that makes sense. Although, again, I, I don't entirely agree with that, and it feels very boring. But um, I, I do question myself all the time whether or not leaning into that thing that that we're seeing that emergent behavior is is the correct approach either way i think it's it's worth exploring so thank you 40 um for that answer i don't know straight bits if you have any any takes on that well I, yeah i just wanted to add one thing um to what uh down 40 said and um I, I think it's worth keeping in mind that um a lot of times nouns are owned by more than one individual um, and so you have access to that community of whoever owns a given noun. For example, Budweiser, they own a noun. Uh, so that's like a very large community, uh, you know, focusing their voice through through that that noun vote. Um, I mean, there's there's also uh, various DAOs or loose organizations of people that that contribute and pool their money to buy a noun. Um, and so like so their votes are a, a collective vote uh, behind that one noun. So well, yes, there is some like you know restriction in terms of like how fast like individual noun ownership will be. Uh, it's also just simply worth keeping in mind that that there are um, groups of people behind individual nouns as well. Um, and, and so it's, so you still get a, a larger uh, collection of voices contributing and, and it's like the community is larger than it looks, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, agreed. I, I, I think we've, the, the idea of how to go about making communities out of nouns themselves has been around, I think, since pre-deployment, and it, it's just a tough, you know, um, um, 
a tough task to take upon. You, you've seen fractionalize it, try to do it to some extent, but nothing has quite clicked yet, especially when you try to add the community aspect to it. Um, regardless, though, I, I definitely agree, and, and, and I, I do see how eventually we, we need that. We need a noun to become a community in a way that's, that's uh, delightful to, to all parties involved, both the noun owner and the people that are going to make the community what, what it is. Um, agreed. So, again, thank you, both of you, for, for taking the time out to, to speak to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a good place to end. If if either of you have have any other closing thoughts or, you know, things you'd like to tell everyone while we're here. We're also recording this for everyone who will listen in perpetuity. Um yeah, if you have any other final thoughts. Yeah, maybe for people that might listen to it um, uh, in the future, I think something that I might say is, uh, is that it's really a great time to be involved um, in the Downs community because I think it's very much open-ended. The, the future is, is not sort of defined. Um, and that's primarily the reason that, that I engage in the community is, is, is because I feel that this is a new type of thing that did not exist before. And the sort of emergent nature and paths that are, that are occurring, really um, experiencing it firsthand gives you a glimpse of the future, I think. And so um, it's, it's sort of, it's something like this definitely becomes more of a sort of attention investment than a financial investment. Because let's be, let's, let's be honest, like nobody really made much money out of, of nouns uh, so far, at least. Um, so, but, but, but people care so much and are engaged so much. And I think that's kind of like the beautiful thing about nouns is that there's something that people care about when it has really not resulted in financial success for, for almost anyone. Um, and they still sort of are, are engaging and caring about this thing. So um the, the, i think the main reason to, to to buy a noun or engage at the given moment is likely uh because it can give you sort of a glimpse of a, of the future of how a dao or sort of a organization that um uh does not have a clear objective but is is has a sort of a shared value might interact with each other and try to make decisions and incentivize things um and and scale so that's uh that's sort of my short pitch or open invitation towards. Yeah, I mean, I, I echo the sentiment um, that like these are still early days. I mean, there's nouns aren't like nouns aren't even uh, one year old. Um, and like, this is where things are shaped. And like, you know, we're, we're going to arrive at a different destination than we ultimately think. But like, that's part of the journey. And that's like why, you know, we have our voices uh, in order to help help, you know, um, make adjustments when necessary, make improvements uh, where we find they're necessary. Um, but, uh, but yeah, ultimately this is still like, um, like the, the fundamental like shaping period of what the nouns movement is. Um, and yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the best times to, to jump in and participate. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
thank you. Thank you guys for coming on. Um, we're right at an hour and a half, so I want to respect everyone's evening uh, or morning for <laughs> Stray Bits. Um, so yeah, thank you guys. This was a great conversation. I will get this online and hopefully disperse to as many people as possible soon. Um, yeah, I really appreciate the time, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for having me. And thanks for hosting. Yeah. All right. Talk soon. Bye. Take care.